Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Wednesday, May the 17th, 2023, at 1036 a.m. Central Time. Today's focus, Lauren Boebert and Jesus. Today's focus is Lauren Boebert and Jesus. Now, maybe that name is familiar to you. Maybe you have no idea who Lauren Boebert is. If for some reason you don't know, let me just briefly say she's a Colorado representative, Lauren Boebert, a Republican, conservative, right? You you probably have heard her at some point or seen a news article about her and some of her claims she makes and some of the things that she has said. I don't want to get into all the politics. And let me make this very clear. It's not really even about Lauren Boebert. She, she's just a part of the story because the news media is focusing on, well, what is currently happening with her and things she has said in the past. I'm not here to get into our politics. I'm not here to get into the Republican Party. I'm not, I, I, I don't want this to really even go in that direction. Others will use this to probably try to make political points. I'm not here to try to make political points. I'm not even here to offer any judgment or condemnation on Lauren Boebert herself. I'm not, it's, this is not about her. I want to use her today for us as Christians to focus on an issue that I started, I've been talking about for a long time, but I want to use this new story to kind of circle back to it. I told you about the fact that I spoke at a funeral, a, a tragic funeral that and the, the passing away of this individual is very much connected to mental health issues. And in my, pre, my message that I gave at the funeral, I spoke of the fact that I believe Christianity approaches tragedy, suffering, mental health issues in an incorrect way. And there are three ways in which the church does this wrong. Number one, when there's tragedy, there's pain, there's suffering, there's mental health issues. We open our Bibles, we skim through, we, we find a verse, we rip it out of context and we throw it at the tragedy, we throw it at the suffering. Hey, all things work together for good. And, you know, we just throw some verses at it, thinking somehow that's going to bring healing. But it 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 diminishes the reality and the depth of the suffering. It diminishes what someone is going through. And in many cases, it heaps guilt upon them because they think, well, this they gave me these three verses. I should feel better. And then, well, it doesn't actually work that way. So that's one way. The church just opens their Bible and rip verses out of context. A second thing the church does over and over and over is that we present Jesus Almost like we are a late night info commercial salesman, right? Hey, come to Jesus and everything is going to be perfect. He is the cure-all. Call now, get Jesus, and your life will be filled with sunshine and rainbows and unicorns. And it's, it, it's everything's going to be perfect. There's going to be no pain, no difficulty, no suffering. Jesus will fix everything. You're basically going to stop sinning. Your marriage is going to be perfect. He, whatever your problem is, just look to Jesus and he will fix it. And I believe that undermines the real, the truth of Christianity. The truth of Christianity is Jesus died and by faith, he imputes 
righteousness to us, that in our position, we are perfect and holy and complete and everything is right. But at that exact same time that everything is perfect and right in our position, in our practice, we're still broken, fallen human beings who struggle and sin over and over and over and over again. And what our hope is, is our hope is not us trying to do better, figure it all out and become somehow these perfect people. The hope is in the perfection that is in Christ. Our, our identity is in Christ, not in what we try to do. And so I, I'm not a fan of the way Christianity constantly sells Jesus as the cure-all. It's like, you know, you go back to, you know, the 1800s, you know, some some salesman comes into town on his wagon and he, he sets up shop and he tells everyone, buy this uh, this liquid that I'm selling and it will cure everything. It will fix all of your problems, right? You know, uh, and we we don't need to be some kind of sneaky salesman selling supposedly a magic fix to everything, but that's the way it's presented. And then people become Christians and then they realize this, this, and in their mind, this Christianity is not working, but it worked perfectly because in Christ, you are a new creature. The old is gone. Everything is new. In practice, you're still very much the old person. In your position, you're perfect, totally right and complete. In practice, you still struggle with this sin and this problem and this problem and this problem and this problem. And, and, and when I say that, you can just always feel that I just ticked off half of Christianity. People immediately want to argue with me, but just look at Christianity. And so when you look at Christianity and go, look at this and 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 look at this, and you try to point out all the problems, the go-to answer for Christians, their ace up their sleeve is, well, none of those people are actually saved because if they were saved, they wouldn't have that problem. And then they convince themselves that Jesus fixed everything for them. And they try to live this life like, I thank thee, Lord, that I'm not like all of these other people. They're, they're, they are tares. They are goats because I, I, I alone have, you know, stood the test of time. And I just think it creates a, a fake self-righteousness because the person can't be open and honest with what they really deal with and struggle with themselves. But so why Lauren Boebert? Why, why why her? Well, here's the story. Lauren Boebert once told women in rocky marriages that they just need to start chasing Jesus to solve their marital issues. That's what she once told women. She stood before women and she told them, hey, if you're going through a rocky marriage, your marriage is difficult. All you need to do is start chasing Jesus and he's going to solve all of your marital issues. That is what she told everyone. Lauren Boebert is getting a divorce that she filed. Hey, hey, all you women out there, all you need to do is chase Jesus and all your marital problems will be fixed. And then she herself is now getting a divorce. Now, I'm not judging her. I'm not making any condemnation on that. To me, the issue is, once again, Jesus was presented as the cure-all. And once again, guess what? You can have Jesus, because she definitely professes to be a Christian, definitely speaks in many churches, definitely talks about it, but yet... What, what happened? What happened? What happened? 
Now, I know I'm going to get, well, she's not chasing Jesus and they're going to, and then they're going to just heap all kinds of condemnation upon her. Or maybe, just maybe, it's not so simple as just having Jesus and all of your problems go away. Because here's what happens. Two, two individuals get married and they're Christians. Guess what is still true of them? Practically, positionally, they're new creatures. They're holy. They're perfect. In practice, guess what they still are? They are still sinners with a sinful nature. That doesn't go away. L- let's listen to what Lauren, Lauren Boebert actually said. You ready? Here we go. Here, I've got the audio. Here we go. This is just a clip from it, but just so that you can get an idea. Here's what Lauren Boebert said. Here we go. Are you struggling in your marriage? Begin to speak life into your marriage. Ladies, you are called to something great in your marriage. The power that you have in Christ for your marriage is unmatched. And if you start chasing Jesus with everything that you have, I promise you, your husband will chase you chasing Jesus. To be able to speak life into a marriage that seems like its ending is so powerful. There you have it. Once again, the power you have, the power you have in Christ is unmatched. See, we as Christians, we have a power that is unmatched. So, hey, why should our marriages shouldn't fall apart? Hey, the power you have as a parent, it's unmatched. Those those people across the street who are not Christians, they can't be the parent you can be. You've got unmatched power. They can't be the husband or wife or you can be. They don't they can't be what you are because you have unmatched power. They don't have unmatched power. So they can't be the husband you are. They can't be the wife you are. They can't be the parent you are. They can't be the citizen you are. They can't be the employee or the employer. They they can't be what you are because you have unmatched power. And I don't know why Christians never acknowledge what we like. I know we don't want to come across as arrogant, but just think what we tell the world. Hey, you can't be like us because we have unmatched power. So therefore, we can stop sinning. There, I mean, wait, well, wait a minute. We have unmatched power, but then we always kind of re- retract. We kind of, we kind of then walk it back a little bit, right? We have unmatched power, but wait, 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 wait. I mean, we can't stop sinning. Well, I thought we had unmatched power. Well, I mean, we will sin less. So we have unmatched power that can only make us sin less, but sin less in what way? external or internal, like, like it goes, it just goes in circles, but Christians constantly are telling the world, we have unmatched power. And then our marriages fall apart. We have unmatched power. And then we find ourselves struggling with pornography. We have unmatched power and our churches split. We have unmatched power and Christians can't get along with each other. We have unmatched power and we treat people like complete dirt and trash. Again, I don't want to make it about Lauren Boebert. I'm, I'm, I do not want to make it about her. You've got to hear me out. I am sorry that her marriage is falling apart. I'm sorry. It's horrible for her, 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 her spouse, her children, everyone involved, family, extended family. I, it's, it's a horrible thing for anyone to go through. And so I'm sorry that they're going through it. I really am. 
But it's hard. I mean, when the news media is like, wait, she's the one who just said you've got unmatched. See, the world hears us. We've got unmatched power and your marriage fell apart. We've got unmatched power and you struggle with the same things we struggle with. We've got unmatched power. Dude, I work with you. You're just like every other person here other than what you claim to believe. Oh, you may not, you may not drink or you may try not to say bad words, but when it comes down to it, you're just like the rest of us in some way, shape or form. Jesus is and will forever be perfect, complete, and holy, and he perfectly does the work of salvation, you know, how would we put it? He does the work of salvation for us, and in him, we are perfect and holy. In practice, we are still stumbling and falling and broken people, and nobody wants to admit that within the church. Now, sometimes we will. Sometimes we will. It's always this weird, like, double speak. We've got on my spot. I mean, but you won't be perfect. Hey, I mean, I mean, we're sinning, but hey, we're getting better. Like we always try to try, try to, depending on the circumstances is, is the way the church will preach it or teach it. So for Lauren Bobert and her family, I hope there's a way they can reconcile. I hope there's a way they can fix it. I'm hoping there's a way that they can solve it. I'm hoping there, there's there's something that they can do. I'm hoping. I don't know how it will play out. Really, it's it's in it's it, 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 as far as this broadcast is concerned, it's not the issue for them. Obviously, it's the most significant issue for me. I just saw the news story and I'm like, this fits perfectly with what I've been trying to say. We've got to stop selling Jesus as he's this magical cure-all. And we do that, and, and, and not only do that, we, we do that in a very selective way. If you're struggling with homosexuality, if you become a Christian, boom, you should never struggle with that again. If you're struggling with gender dysphoria and struggling with, you know, well, am I a man, am I a woman, and having these issues, we come to Jesus, boom, it goes away. The problem is, wait a minute, how about the heterosexual who gets who uh, comes to Jesus and still struggles. What about like we what about all the people who are struggling with all kinds of things even after becoming a Christian? Just because a homosexual becomes a if I said a homosexual gets married and it goes away, I apologize. If a homosexual comes to Jesus and we say hey it just magically goes away, that is just not realistic because you as a heterosexual when you come to Jesus, it doesn't just go away. Hopefully I said all of that correctly. You get the point, though. You get the point. I do apologize. Just coming to Jesus doesn't make all of those problems, all of those issues, whether it's gender dysphoria, same-sex attraction, whatever it is, just like a heterosexual coming to Jesus doesn't make lust and desire go away or gossip, slander, bitterness, unforgiveness. I mean, there's some people who have been saved for 15 years and still struggling with forgiving someone, still struggling with bitterness, still I mean, like still struggling with all kinds of issues. My, my hope in Christ is not that my struggles and that everything is going to go right practically. My hope is that in Christ, everything is perfect. The world, let me state it this way. The world takes notice of our claims. 
of power, of unmatched power. The world hears those words. Now, once we claim that, they're going to look for that unmatched power manifesting itself in real, tangible ways. And if they know you, if they work with you, if they get to know the real you and those unguarded moments when the real you comes out, they may start questioning your claims of unmatched power. Just a thought for this Wednesday, May the 17th, 2023. That is your today's focus. Focus.